Hello, you're listening to Worth the Read Podcast. My name is Sarah. And I'm Shannon. We're sisters who love to read. So whether you're a hopeless romantic or a fantasy fanatic, you've come to the right place. We retell and review clean stories filled with high stakes, swooning moments, mysteries, plot twists, and oh, so much drama. But in the end, we only have one question to answer. Is this book worth the read? Listen to find out and don't forget to subscribe. Yeah, that's definitely not it. It's kind of a sad... <laughs> trait that I have to just like make up words that sound really close to the word that I'm trying to say then your book's gonna be great <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just kidding it's funny because I did do that a couple times actually my editor's like did you mean this word I'm like oh yes <laughs> I'll just use words that I'm like yeah that's right because it sounds like the word I'm trying to right. say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I go and I look it up just to double check I'm like oh yeah I'm such a fool that was so stupid that was not not even what close use of the word fool all the time all of a sudden all of a sudden i keep saying it it's hilarious like maybe three times in my novel and then i'm like i like that word and then i'm just gonna keep using it yeah she uses it in everyday life and it's so weird i've only used it with you shannon (laughs) the other day she goes i'm just a fool in love (laughs) i died (laughs) what was i even doing what were we talking about I don't know, but it was so funny. Well, happy Valentine's Day. Yes, happy Valentine's Day. This is the first Valentine that I've ever had a Valentine. <gasps> Shannon! Uh, oh my gosh, congratulations! Thank you, thank you. <laughs> and I went all out. You <laughs> like, did? What'd you do? First of all, I didn't think it's going to happen today because he's sick. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I went over there last night to give him medicine and like chicken noodle soup. Oh. And he was just like, he's, his cough is super bad. Oh. And so I'm like, I don't think it's going to happen today. Yeah. But in case it does, I got a basket, a little basket, like a, a canvas one, manly one. Oh, and of then course, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got him some gifts and his favorite treats. I got him a candle that smells like manly. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, it actually smells really good. His favorite, like, superhero. It's like a lamp thing. I don't know. It's really cute. But Oh, that's so cute. And then I got a singular rose. <gasps> <laughs> You're like, it's it's only one, so it's not, like, Yeah, it's not girly. Just, yeah. yeah. Don't it's, think too much into it. Jeez. <laughs> I love that. That's really cute. <laughs> yeah, and then I have stuff to make dinner, because we're not going out. We're just going to make dinner. I know. I was, I was talking to... Who were they talking to about this? But, uh, yeah, it's a Wednesday... There's not a lot of time for people to go out because it's just the evening, you know, after work. And it's going to be crazy packed. And yeah. so I'm like, we're not doing nothing. Yeah. My only plan for today is to make Valentine's Day dinner because it's Wednesday. It's breakfast food day. Mm-hmm. So you we make have, like heart pancakes. Yes. And, I'm going to make it red, like diet red and make heart pancakes. That's and then we, I got whipping cream and sprinkles and, you know, all the stuff. We're going to go yeah. all out and make it really fun. And strawberries are cut into hearts. And it's going to be cute. And I love that. Yeah, it's actually the easiest meal to make Valentine's Eve. I feel like if any other yeah. dinner would be, well, maybe I'm just not creative enough, but any of my meals, like last night or with our orange chicken, I don't know what I would have done to make that Valentine's Day. Maybe like Day. shape the rice into a heart. Yeah, maybe. I know, we're having steak. Nice. I know, right? So we like cut the heart and the steak into a yeah. heart. <laughs> That's what I asked my husband. I was like, what do you want? Like, what food do you want? And he goes, well, steak, no, because I like to cook it. Don't do that. Like, because he doesn't want to cook. And so I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll Don't just do it. <laughs> he cooks on the weekend usually. So maybe we'll do it then. But yeah, I like, yeah, it'll be fun. We'll see how it turns out. I'll take a picture. And okay probably Cute. post it or something like that but i'm excited i like this holiday because i love love but i hate holidays because of the stress like having to get things the ready and stuff yeah i hate well all of that. my love language is gift giving so like you, this is up your alley i yeah. thrive 
I just like keel over and die because it's just too much. And this is like, see, I'm thinking like weeks ahead. And I'm like, okay, what could I get? Somebody? Oh my gosh, I can't. I'm like, <gasps> you know what's funny? Daniel called me this morning. He goes, how? well, he texted me before because he gets up really early, and then he's like, I love you, blah, blah blah. And then he called me, and then he's like, I had no idea it was Valentine's Day today. And last night he was like, come, just come lay down with me, like let's snuggle. And I'm like, I can't. And he didn't understand. I was like literally getting everything ready for all of Valentine's Day stuff for my kids to go to school. I was getting <laughs> everything. Like, what are you he doing? He did not understand it. <laughs> and so now I was like, oh, now it makes sense. He's like, I ha-, he's like, I thought it was next week. So he didn't understand why I was not coming to lay down with him. Because he was like, you have a week. I'm like, get ready. You like, have to get her ready. Get he's it like, done. what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. It was funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> So anyways, that's fun. I'm excited for this little mini-sode that we have today because we love love. So yeah. we thought, what are the most popular love stories ever the in most history? The famous, the best ones. Yes. So Shannon did a really good job. Go ahead and tell everybody what the love stories are. Like okay. which... Let me see my peeps. We'll go through them, but just give them the ones that we're doing. I know. I was actually really excited when we thought of this idea yesterday. Yeah. I was like, ah, that's such a cute idea. Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> The ones we picked, because we looked online, and there was a huge list of them, like 75, or, yeah. I mean, it goes on forever. The most popular love stories. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of them, I was like, mm, I don't think so. Yeah. Anyways, so, the ones we picked, Pride and Prejudice. Of course. Titanic. The Notebook. Romeo and Juliet, of course. Yeah. And Hades and Persephone. So. This is so good. I'm so excited. I know. I thought, I think we did a good job. Yeah. But. I mean, we did, we. The problem is, these are ones that we. I love. mean, they're biased. Yes, for sure. So I want. I kind of am curious. What do you guys think yes. are the best I love was stories? Thinking that because these, I feel like these are obvious. Like these are the best ones. But I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but we're but biased. I know. So. I want to hear what like people are saying. They're like, no, it's definitely this one or the, yeah, you know, something like that. Okay, so let us know because I, I do want to know what other people. Oh. maybe there's some that we're just not thinking of. Yeah, you know, that's true. Speaking of other people's love stories, we. <laughs> We started a Reddit, like a subreddit post, because we want to hear people's love stories. That we can share occasionally. On yeah, here, right? so we made it, and it's called, like, Love Stories Dash Worth the Read or something like that. Yeah. And <laughs> don't read all, it. People are nasty. <laughs> people are gross. And we haven't gotten any good things, and so yeah, we're not sharing them. It's real brand new, and people aren't really sharing love stories yet they're just being nasty and gross yeah so <laughs> once we start getting love stories we'll, we'll share it those, yeah. because i think that would be, be so cute to do a, a yeah like little mini so it's like we're doing right now so. yeah <sighs> i guess we'll make the link to that in our bio or something yeah or you could just message it you to can us, message email to it. us or email yeah yeah that would be fine It'd be fun i just love how people meet and like that's why i love romance stories is like how do they meet how does it develop how does a relationship develop how do their personalities interact with each other what are the things that they say how does it you know what do they do i just love all of it this yes. is my favorite all right let's start with pride and prejudice if you haven't heard this story i don't like where what are you doing with your life um <laughs> so pride and prejudice i'm gonna I read. feel sorry for you <laughs> it's one of my favorite 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 stories shannon found these synopsises online somewhere so you know, it, it it could be a little off or whatever. But it was just... hard to find the summaries. There weren't good summaries. So, yeah. Well, this is the best one I could find of Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. So, there... it still wasn't amazing. Don't, don't come at us, all right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Pride and Prejudice is a novel that follows the Bennett family, a family of the gentry who have five daughters and no son. Due to, due to the estate being entailed or to be inter- inherited by... 
a male cousin, it is imperative that at least one of the daughters marries a wealthy man who can provide monetary support to the whole family once the estate is gone. Jane Bennett, the eldest daughter, quickly catches the eye of Mr. Bingley, a wealthy bachelor who moves into the neighborhood. Elizabeth Bennett, the second eldest, catches the eye of a very wealthy gentleman, Mr. Darcy, but neither Elizabeth nor Mr. Darcy are inclined to like each other much at first. Elizabeth belies Mr. Darcy to contain too much pride after their first meeting. Elizabeth is now prejudiced against Mr. Darcy's perceived pride and allows her belief that Mr. Darcy is too proud to impact her choices. I'm confused by that. I know! <laughs> it was so rough to find summaries. Let I was me just like, recap what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they, there's two friends, two very wealthy friends... They come into the neighborhood. The two sisters pretty much fall for the two friends. Elizabeth, or no, not Elizabeth. Um, what's her name? Jane. Jane falls for Mr. Bingley. Theirs is pretty smooth sailing until there's a miscommunication. Mr. Darcy. Um, because Mr. Darcy kind of interferes. Mr. Darcy. He's prejudiced. He's prejudiced. And Mr. Darcy's that, yeah. very, um, he seems like a very angry, mean kind of man. Very stoic and doesn't want to deal with people. But it's just because he's shy. Like, he doesn't know how to interact with people. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth thinks he thinks all these things about him. He's very prideful and stuff. Yeah. But he finds Elizabeth amusing because she doesn't care about what anybody thinks about her. She marches to her own drum. And she's out of the ordinary of the ton or the people that you normally see in society. Mm-hmm. And so she captivates him. Very, He's very, 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 very wealthy. Yeah, this is like a love story where he falls first. I love it. It is one of the reasons it, I love it. One of the great, the, the more, the modern remaking of this movie. Is my absolute, absolute favorite. favorite. Because they, they focus, movie. what is it called? The, the female gaze? Yes. Because it's through the female <laughs> yes. gaze. And so like. There's the moment, if you don't know this, like, what have you been doing with your life? But the the scene where he helps her into the carriage, like, she doesn't think really much of him oh, at this point. But as she's getting, to the, he's, she's getting to the carriage, so he, like, reaches out, grabs her hand to help her up. And then when he's walking away, you can see his hand flex because he's like, I just touched her, you yeah. know? <laughs> and you're not supposed to touch hands skin to skin back then. Yeah. Everyone was supposed to be wearing gloves yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and she wasn't. So it was... Was she kind wearing gloves? No. Okay, so she wasn't. So it was like against those. That's why she looks down in shock. Obviously, him helping her up yeah. was kind of like crazy. Why are you doing that? But yeah. skin to skin, she was right. like, oh my gosh. And then I love it because as she's pulling away in the carriage, she's just kind of like like looking at yeah. him as they leave. And she's just she's like, like trying just to think happened? of like, yeah. why did he do that? Why did he do that? Yeah. He doesn't like me? Yeah. We don't like each other? Right. <laughs> oh my gosh, those are my favorite jokes. I think like, that's like the first turning point. Because yes. she, she kind of wrote him off at that point because he said mad mad things about her, rude things about her at the ball. Right. And so she's like, whatever. It's just another prideful guy. guy. Yeah. And then... She goes to his house, does the whole thing, and takes care of her sister. And they're leaving, and then she's like, wait a second. Yeah. Why would he do that? Right. I'm so confused. No, I just... Yeah. It's yeah. a girl But he was already, like, in love with her. Yeah. I love it's it so, so much. It's so cute. It's, it's like one of my favorite... What's the trope in that one? Enemies to lovers, almost. It's yeah. that kind of feel. But it's... He yeah. falls first, and yeah. then it's definitely, like... I think it is, like, an enemies to lovers. Yeah. Because she was fine with him. And then he said stuff, and he was shy and wanted to keep everyone at a distance, so mm-hmm. he made himself his own enemy against right. her. yeah. And so then he had <gasps> to kind of act that way. And then he proposes later on, and she's like, what? You know, I watched that recently, a couple months ago, and I feel almost... like I could really more analyze it now yeah. that I'm older. Yeah. 
And that whole the proposal scene oh, so is cool. crazy. It's my favorite. It's so done much happened. so well. There's so many emotions, but I do love at the moment where you can tell he wants to kiss her so yes. bad. And, and she's both. like, she's like, wait. <laughs> do I, like, wait, we hate each other. We just did this whole thing. Yeah, I just yelled at you and told you, called you so many things. I know. It's <laughs> real sad. I think it's really sad because the guy who plays Mr. Darcy did it so well. Oh, so good. His acting is amazing. Anyways, you can tell the point in that scene where he's like, it's, there's no hope. She's not going to love me. I'm just yeah. going to go in yeah. and like, cut it off. And like, he's basically cutting himself off too. Because he's like, I need to not love her anymore obviously she hates me too much it's not gonna work yeah and you can definitely tell if there's a moment that he does that yeah <sighs> but the tension is still there so good i love those scenes where so much happens there's so much depth and then there's yeah. so many different emotions and so many points yeah. that are hit yeah man it makes it really good yeah. makes shout out to the director he did oh an amazing job and the actors everybody <laughs> so good the music is my absolute favorite it's like a sunday movie day oh yeah to me i just love the way i love the artisticness of it too because this pacing of it's kind of like relaxed and slow because during that time it would have been that way like very much to travel way. to get things done takes so much yeah. longer and so there's moments where it's just scenic uh viewing scenic with shots music. with the music and it's just everyone just living beautiful. their lives beautiful and i mean i kind of wish i lived in that time yeah you know? kind like of. i mean <laughs> if you weren't mm -hmm. like high society it's true it would suck we yeah. think about this all the time we're like man i wanted to be back in that time period but we're like chances are we would have be been servants. like yeah the <laughs> we wouldn't have had all those i know uh, we're like oh look at the balls and the dresses and I we're know. like no we're maids like don't even think about it we'd be helping other girls get ready <laughs> oh so throwing God. the chamber pots out <laughs> <laughs> it's true but we can dream okay yeah anyways oh, okay. it was like that one's high high up have on you, my list it is high have you ever read Pride and Prejudice. No, me neither. And I don't want to because I, I feel like it would break my yeah little glow around I'm sure it. <laughs> it's gonna make people angry knowing that we've never actually read the book, yeah. especially since this is a book podcast. Yeah, we should probably read it, but one day. I have so many things <laughs> on my TBR. There's no way. Ugh. Yeah, I didn't know the notebook. I did know the notebook was based off a book. Oh, but like yeah. I didn't really think about it. Do you want to jump to that one next? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't care actually. <laughs> Well, let's just jump to it since you said it. So, okay. the notebook, let me read this little synopsis. It's, in 1940s South Carolina, mill worker Noah Calhoun, or portrayed actor Ryan Gosling, and rich girl Allie, or Rachel McAdams, are desperately in love, but her parents don't approve. When Noah goes off to serve in World War II, it seems to mark the end of their love affair. In the interim, Allie becomes involved with another man, James Marsden. But when Noah returns to their small town years later, on the cusp of Allie's marriage, it soon, beco soon becomes clear that their romance is anything but over. Okay. Man, I should watch this. This one's good. But thinking it, about it. It, it makes, makes me cry. Me cry. Yeah, it makes me cry. Just because it's so sweet. It's just such a good love story. And I <clears throat> I love them falling in love. And I, I guess it kind of reminds me of my own, too, because they fell in love when they were so young. Mm -hmm. And then their parents are the reason they you know weren't together then he goes off to war and then when he comes back it's her discovering like wait do i really love him or was i just a child and then she finds out like her parents were behind them not getting together and so then she's angry then she has to just she's like just to make sure i know i'm making the right choice i'm just gonna go see she goes visits him and then of course she kind of cheats yeah. on her fiance which i don't like but don't love that yeah yeah but then she realized no i really do love him and it wasn't all 
it's funny. It, it's kind of like what my aunt said to me after my husband, he went to South Carolina for two years. So when mm-hmm. he came back, we were dating again. And my aunt was like, is it just like an old boot that still fits or <laughs> is it? Wow. Or, she pretty much was saying like, <laughs> do you really love him or is it just something that you're comfortable with that you're used to? And it was really a good thing to make me think, like, am I just back with him because it's comfortable and it's something familiar or yeah, do I really like true. him because of all these things? So, so mm-hmm. she was trying to see if it was an old boot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that analogy just got me. <laughs> oh, it's, it's like, so is it an old toothbrush that still works? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, I get it. She was, it was funny. She was laughing like when she said it. She was kind of making a joke about it. But um, yeah. anyways, what do you think of this story? I love this story because it's it's more of a story of like how you really have to work for love and how love just kind of mm. persists. Yeah, because I, I and do develops like, and changes. Yes, and that's a really good point because they 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 argue, you know. And oh, they, they have, butt heads. Yeah. But they, they really do have that passion and that, that yeah, connection and, and the chemistry that they she just doesn't have yeah. with someone else. And I feel like unlike a lot of love stories, it shows how they really, really have to work at loving each other and mm. choosing each other yeah. every single time. Not only after he comes back from the war, she has to choose him, but even before that because they have so many, their families don't work together and the prejudice there and... Even at the very end, when they're super old, he's yeah. going back and choosing her every time, even though she and he's, doesn't have any idea. Yeah, it is about choice and yeah. and that love is work, you know. Yeah, and that, yeah, I love that because I've I watched this TikTok once, but it was like love. You can't base your relationship off of the feeling of love mm. because feelings change change every day you know you think emotions. Your, yeah, yeah your emotions don't last very long they're mm-hmm. only so long so you don't you shouldn't rely on the feeling of love but you should make the choice to love that person every day yeah and if you can just choose them every day then you'll be okay yeah kind of and thing. you both do it for each other yeah like you both if you both are committed any relationship can work and you value each other it, yeah. it would work yeah i know because there are going to be so many times when you just don't feel in love and mm-hmm. you're mad or angry tired all of those things mm-hmm. but you know keep choosing love and that's how a relationship works so well, i think yeah and it's just i think this one's also filmed beautifully the location i was filming in is yeah beautiful. oh i know it's very dreamy the actors they chose was spot great, on great job <laughs> I heard that those actors actually didn't like each other when they filmed it. Like, they had problems. Yeah, I think they be- came to like each other, though. Oh, okay. That's, I mean, they made it I've heard believable that too. on screen. Who knows? I mean, they're great actors regardless. I, so. I remember the first time I watched it, I was young, you know. But mm-hmm. I remember being shocked at the end that it was them. Because it's at the beginning. Yeah. Spoiler. I mean, if I didn't say that already. Spoiler I mean, section. this is an old movie, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they... He, it's just like an old person reading a story, and I'm like, oh, it gets them! It's oh them my god! Falling. Oh, when Falling. the when the old woman at the end realizes it's them, them. and she remembers all of it, yeah. and he's so happy, but then she gets mad and stuff. Breaks my heart. Oh, I know, because she's every she's, season, she has dementia. Yeah, makes so. me so sad. It's really and then they die holding each I other. Know. Oh, stop <laughs> it! I don't want to cry today, Shannon. I think this that love ending is better than Romeo and Juliet. Oh my gosh. Okay. You are skipping. You do this every time. (laughs) Okay. Do you want to go to Romeo? I guess. You do Romeo and Juliet. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You just keep going. 
Would you just not like Titanic or something? <laughs> just keep skipping I just it. Just keep skipping it. You know, okay. <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> All right. William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet is one of the most famous love stories in world literature. It is the tale of two teenagers from feuding families who fall in love at first sight and then marry, risking it all for romance. From the opening lines, the audience knows what comes ahead in this tragic play, that these two star-crossed lovers are doomed to die. By the end of the play, an ancient grudge and their parents' rage will lead Romeo and Juliet to take their own lives in, dr- in a dramatic fashion. Oh my gosh, it's so dramatic. I mean, studying this in high school and stuff, yeah. it's like... What? That's stupid. I feel like if it... I feel like a lot of it's really stupid. No, yeah, and I feel like if... <laughs> It wasn't a play. If it was like a full-length book or a full-length mm. movie or something, it would make a lot more sense. Mm. And like there was time added to it. Yeah. Not just like we met on Monday and we were dead by Friday. It's true. You know? <laughs> <laughs> dead by Friday. And that's what it feels like. Oh okay. my gosh. Have you ever watched the movie Pompeii? Pompeii? I, Pompeii. I, Pompeii. Pompeii. <laughs> it, yeah. That was a stupid moment um, on my part. We're from Nevada. The education system here is pretty low. <laughs> pretty we're close like to the bottom. 50th okay. in the nation. <laughs> I think 49 is where we're at right now. Uh, <laughs> we do, we're doing our best. <laughs> That's okay. why you read trying to better ourselves. Yes, we, we really are. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> to answer your question. I think I started it and then got annoyed and like... Well, okay, that's where I'm going with this. Okay. Because they meet, and this is, like, when the volcano is, like, bubbling up in the background <laughs> the whole time. Okay. And so... I love how it's its own character. Like, <laughs> it's like... It really is. She's, like, rich girl, and he's, like, a slave, basically. You're right. Yeah. They meet, and literally, it's, like, Monday, and then, like, by Wednesday, the volcano goes off, and they're dead, and they're, like, so dramatic. I know. And I just, I can't... I did see. I can't with that movie because I'm like, it would have been so cute if they had met a month or two, maybe, before the volcano exploded. Yeah. Give it some real tension there. But it was like, really? Really You're going to risk it all for this guy you met two days ago? All I noticed, because I watched it with the sound off because I was working (laughs) on something as I was watching it. Like, I was doing a craft or something like that. I can't remember what I was doing. But, um... There's so much fighting, and I'm like, he would be so exhausted. Yeah, that by the is time true. they're running away, and then he like stops her from running. I'm like, keep running, you have time. It's yeah, like, <laughs> and then the smoke inhalation. I'm like, there's no way you're done for, dude. They just were kissing, I think, and then the smoke. Comes. I think most people died from like the initial right. blast of like the ash cloud and stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, mm-hmm. unrealistic. Anyways, I feel like Romeo and Juliet kind of has those vibes. Right, yeah. So that's why I wish it was just longer. (laughs) The sad thing about Pompeii is it's real. (laughs) Yeah. like not the love story, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Romeo and Juliet. But Romeo and Juliet. Let me just get my thoughts together, okay? (laughs) I'm coming around. It gives me a second. (laughs) I got a mom brain, okay? So Romeo. Why would you bring that up? (laughs) (laughs) Romeo and Juliet isn't true i mean no okay. i mean a lot of these aren't true shakespeare made it up and i mean they're all made up Sarah. I, know. <laughs> I know i know but i mean it could be based off of I, something yeah, you know? i feel like he should have based it off more 
realistic things. <laughs> I mean, back in the time, it could have... But also, back then, people got married pretty quickly. I mean, okay. You know, so I yeah. get that he's coming from a place where it wasn't too far off of being believable. That's true. And people... I mean, were, I do uh-huh. love the, like, bare bones of the story of, like, their families are fighting. Yeah. And then they get together. I think you're right, though. Like, if this was a full-out book and yeah. we could really d- dive into, like, the emotions, the character of development... Scene by scene. They weren't, like, these- 16... Yeah. I mean, time period, again, yeah. kind of normal. But Yeah. I think she was younger. Wasn't she 14 or something? I yeah. don't know. Weird. <sighs> Do you know what's kind of funny, though? What? So, the guy I'm dating right now, his mm-hmm. parents totally had, like, a Romeo and Juliet romance. Like, their oh. families. Mm-mm. That's so funny. Yeah. And then Are they from, from Mexico? Mexico? Yeah. And, but, like, they're still in love to this day. And they made it really work, cute. and they had to disown their families, pretty much, right? Pretty much, yeah. Like they don't really talk to their families, which I just, I feel like the hating is so stupid. But yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's. I guess it was based on real, true events, kind of thing. Like yeah. it could have been, could have actually been a thing. Yeah, time was different, man. Yeah, it's all crazy. these years ago. Should all right, we do Titanic. Should now? we now finally <laughs> jump to Titanic? Shanna, for some reason, has a hatred towards it. Wants to ignore it completely. All right, Titanic. In James Cameron's 1997 film, Upper Class Rose meets Working Class Jack aboard the Titanic. Jack offers an alternative to Rose's fiancé, with whom she's not in love, and her sheltered life, which bores her. Their plans to run away together are thwarted when the ship sinks following a collision with an iceberg. While Jack perishes in the icy waters of the Atlantic, Rose goes on to live a long, rich life influenced by her brief time with Jack. It's really a tragic story. It is, and this... Do you know what? This is such a better representation of somebody meeting on a Monday and dying by Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we were just crapping on that, and now we're like, it's so cute. I know. <laughs> um, I think what makes this work, though, is like they weren't so completely in love. Yeah, they, they were just, just like they were choosing each other, knowing that yes. they hadn't, they weren't, they weren't dramatic about it. Like they're just, yeah. I want to choose you. This is way better than the life I've been living. Yeah, it's not like, oh my god, I love you. So, I think. This one is so fun because it's like love's not always going to be who you think you should be with mm. kind of thing. Obviously the guy she's supposed to be with in this is awful. Terrible. Yeah. I hate him. Yeah. But by society standards that's super brave of her yeah. to pick somebody else. Uh, in a lower <clears> class. <throat> yeah, especially someone who's so cheap and stuff. Cheap. So poor. poor. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> There's a difference there. <laughs> it was a big difference. Yeah. Someone who's so poor. Yeah. And for her to be so. Yeah. I just loved Jack's character because he was so swoony and suave with her. Yeah. And was like just true like true to himself and life. And so yeah. it really did break her out of that caged life that she was living. Yeah. So. And I love her fun. character too. She's such a strong female character. Yeah. Because she like. You can already tell. She was before she met him. She was. <clears throat> gonna throw it all away exactly i was like she's already i feel like her emotions run really high but she was already like i'm choosing not to put myself through this obviously we don't (laughs) condone what she was going to do yeah right but but at least she was standing up for herself and then through the whole rest of it jack shows her a different way of life and then she's like yeah i'm gonna choose that instead and i don't care what anybody says yeah so i think it's a great movie and great love Classic, story yeah. yeah i think just the way it was portrayed and i don't know i remember can i tell you the first time i ever saw this mm-hmm. was at cammy fish's house random yeah okay. and you know how there's scenes that are inappropriate uh-huh. i was yeah, probably middle school or something when i saw this and yeah. so i remember 
they this is back in vhs's guys <laughs> oh my gosh yeah me too <laughs> so what they did their parents they had them they over those scenes that were bad they re-recorded their kids <gasps> Shut doing like up. doing something random. I don't even remember, but they put a little <laughs> snippet over that section, and I remember watching like, oh, oh, so something bad's happening right now. Okay, That's it was like their kids so like talking, funny. like holding a piece of paper, saying something. I don't even know, but they re-recorded it over that section. And then I remember we had to pull out VHS one and put VHS two because it's such a long movie. <laughs> so long. Yes, I remember watching it at yeah. like Grandpa's house or something. Whoa. Yeah, and we had to stop because I feel like all of the bad scenes are like at the end of the first VHS. Yes, yes. so we'd watch it to a point, we'd and take just, it out, yeah, and we'd watch the next one. one. Oh, that's and so I was funny. always like, "What's happening now?" <laughs> I love that these stories can bring back moments of life, like re- us remembering when we saw them and where we were <laughs> yes. and the people that we were with. It's so funny. Uh, I love that. Anyways, that's a good one. I mean, yeah, it's tragic it's classic, that it's though. been that it's based off of like. You know, the ship actually mm-hmm. sinking. It's really I feel like sad. a lot of these are kind of tragic. Yeah. It's so sad. What's up with that, authors? I know. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> this is my favorite one, though. Okay, th- we saved the best for last. Yeah. <laughs> Hades and Persephone. It's so good. Okay. The story of Hades and Persephone is a classic myth from Greek mythology. Persephone, the daughter of the harvest goddess Demeter, was kidnapped by Hades, the god of the underworld. While she was picking flowers, Hades took her to the underworld to be his wife. Demeter was devastated by her daughter's disappearance and stopped all plant growth on Earth, causing a great famine. Zeus, the king of the gods, intervened and brokered a deal with between Demeter and Hades. It was agreed that Persephone would spend part of the year with Hades in the underworld and part of the year with her mother on Earth. During the time Persephone was is with Hades, Demeter mourns, and winter comes. When Persephone returns to her mother, spring arrives, and the earth becomes fertile again. The cycle of Persephone's annual journey between the underworld and the earth explains the changing seasons in Greek mythology. There's so many fun things about Greek mythology that are just so creative and so just, I don't know, yeah. unique. I just love it so much. Yeah, but I've always I, loved it, yeah. I loved this. Well, I mean, it's like a kidnapping trope. <laughs> so if you're into that, you'll like this yeah. one. Kind of. It's kind of like Beauty and the Beast. Beauty yeah. and the Beast. Like, he's the mo- he's supposed to be the bad guy. Yeah. But when you get to know him, he's really not. You yeah. know, she does actually I love him. Oh, yeah. I just love this trope so much. So anything yeah. with the Hades and Persephone yeah. trope is, like, I'll read it. I'll Yeah, like, or he, like, uh, the guy falls first. I love, mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for those two. Mm-hmm. Well, a powerful guy. Like, that's another thing that I yeah. love, too. Mm-hmm. And I just love the tall, dark, and handsome. That's another it's thing. It's just, that it hits all of my all of boxes. The, ding, 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 ding. Yep. Uh, all <laughs> of the corner. <laughs> I just love it so much. Anything with Hades Persephone, like, I'll devour. Nom, nom, nom. I'll eat it all. <laughs> so, like, Seeking Persephone, that's one of my yeah, favorites. That's why we love that book so much that's why my inner child was like <gasps> why do I love this story and why uh-huh. it was so nostalgic for me when I read it so mm-hmm. yeah I think I love any book that kind of follows that trope or has a retelling of the Ar- Hades and Persephone like yeah. there's tons of books out there so you just gotta look for them but they're yeah. all so good oh my gosh I, I kind of this is putting me in the mood to read another one like I kind of yeah. want it I love this one, too, because it's based off of the story. She, like, goes down and falls in love with him. He falls for her first, and then she comes down. Obviously, I'm imagining just hating him for, like, kidnapping her. Yeah. And you have to stand up to the god of the underworld. She must have been super scared. Intimidated, yeah. To open up her heart and fall in love with him. Yeah. While she's in that position. Takes a very strong woman, and I just love that for her. But I love it because... She ends up falling in love with him, and she was just going to stay there forever. 
But then her mom made a big old fuss. I mean, as she should, but made a, made a big old fuss and wanted her back. So they like devised this whole plan. And I think that's so cute. They yeah. were like, oh, yes, I got to come back to the other world and be with the other people or whatever. I want to read the original story of the Greek mythology. Like, yeah, is there like a re- original source material? Oh, there's not really. Yeah. I mean, not that I know of. Yeah. I don't think so. But I, I do want to try to get as close to the source as possible because there's so many renditions of this. Seeking Persephone is our number one pick for this trope. Mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast and Seeking Persephone kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. We, I almost picked that one because it's Sarah's favorite. It it's is. closely my favorite. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I feel like this is more classic. It's more encompassing of all of those kind of tropes and stuff like yeah. that. So, where were some honorable mentions? There were some. Oh, like, Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Hi. Bonnie and Clyde. Clyde. <laughs> well, isn't Clyde in your book? Clive is Clive. in a book. Anyways, yeah. yeah, Bonnie and Clyde, I think is like just classic, but like we didn't really know the story. We just knew like they yeah. fell in love and started robbing. And they're both bad and guys stuff. and they work together to rob all these banks yeah. and places and stuff. And I'm like, amazing. Yeah. Like, they were so devoted to each other. I know, right? <laughs> and they worked as a team. Like so many <laughs> praiseworthy <laughs> relationship goals. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but so after, yeah, I was like, mm, I feel like there's better ones that we could put. Yeah, that's so, a good one. Bonnie and Clyde, but we also were going to put The Phantom of the Opera. Oh, that's another good one. Which, actually, I, mean, I have, I don't like Phantom of the Opera. It's problematic. It's it is. very, like, he was stalking her. Okay, which, but listen. like this. I loved Phantom of the Opera growing oh. up. And obviously, I don't know that the Phantom's, like, super creepy, basically. Watched like her all these years. It's yeah. not okay how he was acting, yeah. but, like, I, remember I still loved that. it, because he was in love with her. He was in love with her. Like, I, I think as an adult, I'd probably I mean, like it, it more. I mean, it is kind of Hades and Persephone, if you think about it, because he was, like, under the opera house, watching her, and fell in love with her, and went and, like, snatched her, basically. That is Hades and Persephone. I think as an adult, I, I like it, but as a child, when I was watching it, if I was I remember it. No, I liked it. I just didn't realize. And then I got older. I'm like, what? That's crazy. Like, that's a crazy thing. No, I, we all have that moment. Yeah. I remember like as a teen, I think I was a teenager and I was talking about, I remember this adult. I won't say the name, but I remember talking with adult and they're like, why don't you like, I'm like, he pretty much stalks her and like watches her like a creeper. And they're like, huh? Like they didn't think about it. Right. I'm like, yeah, you don't really think about it with the way it's set up. With the way it's set up. (laughs) I think it's not in the movie. It's portrayed kind of like she's a little bit more independent and strong-willed than in the stage adaptation of it because in the stage adaptation oh. she has no choice and it's kind of really oh. sad not with doing stuff with him or anything but she doesn't when she's with the phantom of the opera it's almost like she's under a spell kind of thing yeah so she's super manipulated Mm. but then when she comes out of it and she's with like Raul and stuff she just doesn't want anything to do with it and everybody around her is like no you have to sing because we have to trap him and stuff and she's just like don't make me do this because she also has sympathy for him because she's like he doesn't really know what he's doing right he thinks he's doing it out of love he's had a traumatic life yeah because he just wants somebody to be with kind of thing so she is scared of him but she also has sympathy for him yeah so when she's up trying to be in the play and seeing and that like she just wants do to her see, job yeah you know and everybody's like no you have to do this and like do all these things and even Raul who's supposed to love her and everything is like no you have to do this Aww. so it's kind of really sad but I will say my favorite love song all I ask of you 
That's your favorite love song at all time? I love okay. That song. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Super tangent. Okay. My cousin was over recently mm-hmm. and her husband asked us randomly. He said, if you guys could sing together one song, what would it be? Oh. And I'm like, oh, love this topic of conversation. I love it. Guess what my husband said right away? Rewrite the stars. Evermore. From Beauty and the Beast. Do you know what my heart did when he said did that? Did you just explode? I just was like, almost started crying. Yeah. And then I was like, you guys need to leave. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're having a moment here. Because <laughs> when, when he was saying that, or he said evermore, and then I was still thinking of my song, I said who I'd be from Shrek the Musical. Oh, it's not really, song. it's not actually a love song, but it's just. It would be a, fun to sing together. It would just be fun to sing a song. Because yeah. I just love the song and I love the message. It's yeah. not about love or anything, but it's about like you know being yourself anyways yeah but then i caught it caught up to me i'm like oh, did you say evermore from beauty and the beast he's like yeah and i'm like my oh. favorite movie and he's like yeah and i was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny because i would have thought he would have said like rewrite the stars because he loves he does great love the greatest showman but yeah um, i love that song too it's a good song but no evermore oh, that hits deep for yeah. me like that's yeah. a good one and okay Sorry, it's not a I duet. It's okay. It's not a duet, but it's a it's a beautiful the song. The lyrics of that song? Oh. Yes. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful song. I just posted about this on my author social media. Yeah. I asked people, what is your favorite love song for Disney? And I found this recently, the song from uh, Pocahontas, If I Never Knew You. Oh, it's like that's in the credits. That's a good yeah. one. It's yeah. Good that's one. a lot of people don't really, that's not a highlight because yeah. it's in the credits. And But mm-hmm. I went and looked at the words. I'm like, this is so beautiful. It's a and beautiful it's, song. The song is gorgeous. Anyway, so I remember watching that on VHS because it's like after the movie plays in it, all the credits, it yeah. plays the if music I video. Yeah beautifully done it's whoever so sings those it's so good it's very good yeah it's that's a, good, a great one the melody oh just chills I'm that's just, a great one yeah yeah mine okay so the back to phantom of the opera the all i ask of you song yeah there is a version by josh groban and kelly clarkson oh no is my all-time favorite version of that song they sing it so well together i bet because it's obviously kelly clarkson's not singing it operatic no yeah. so it's more just a regular singing voice but yeah. she sings it so well obviously uh, she's yeah she's amazing sing anything <laughs> <laughs> yes that's like the grammys when they said <laughs> kelly clarkson would sing it and sing it better than you uh, ever yeah, could. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think everybody feels <laughs> yeah so that version of the song go listen to it because it's amazing but i want that play i want that to be like my wedding song <gasps> wait say it again what song is this again all i ask of you. okay got yeah. it now putting it away in my mind so we can remember for when you get married yeah. it's just a very very like romantic song yeah you know i just love it are you gonna dance to that it's gonna be your first dance yeah i've told you my vision sarah <laughs> <laughs> i need you to write it down because i, I want forget. to be like i wanted it to be like a spotlight kind of like lit up on the dance floor and then like it's like dark everywhere else and we're like dancing through the whole thing are you gonna and then, like big and not really i mean just okay. like just Normal. regular dancing and then at the big like impactful moment i want rose petals to fall <gasps> down and i want like candles lit all around us and stuff yeah that's gonna be fa- like a fairy tale i love it yeah so that's the only dramatic thing i want my wedding to be like for that moment yeah i don't really care about the rest of it i just want to have that dramatic <laughs> moment with the rose petals yes i want my romance like like movie moment okay. thank you <laughs> I'm like up there, like sprinkling roses. Yes, if that's what we have to <laughs> do. Dresses, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> me and Trevor are like catwalks. We're, <laughs> we're running out of battles. Or just dumps all on me at once. I go, I'm like, great. Yes, oh exactly. Gosh, so that's what funny. I want. Oh, hilarious! I 
just love these love stories and it's so fun yeah i would love to hear everybody else's love story yeah so, so let us know because yeah, send it them. to us if you happen to find it on reddit send it there <laughs> or email us make or... it a happier place over there. Yeah, <laughs> at least save it because otherwise i'm just canceling it yeah honestly people are gross I don't, I don't need it have too much time on their hands honestly uh yeah get a life okay that was really fun all right mm-hmm. Well, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, leave a review and share with your friends. Don't forget to follow us at Worth the Read Pod on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Goodreads. We'll see you next time where we'll share another story with you and you can decide if it's worth the read. Bye. Bye. Bye.